0: Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Inform
1: Welcome to Funny to Informing, Episode 156. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza. Paizo. Coleman. <laughs> that's me. Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> that was so weird. I'm trying to get out. I like
2: it. You brought the energy.
1: Yeah, we it brought
2: the energy out of us.
1: It's uh, get l- yeah, getting a little loose. Get uh, loose
2: Monday, as we call it. Yeah, try-, try to get
1: all the uh... fourth
2: wall coming down. We record these on Mondays. Mm,
1: yeah, and I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't really have too many like pre-show rituals or anything. Usually, like the one thing I will do is like chug at least half of an energy drink. Yep,
2: I just sat here while we uh, did our little pre-show stuff, drinking this Red Bull so that we can get into some beers. But I did a little pre-beers before the Red Bull pre-show beer, beer, pre-Red Bull, I'm lost. Oh, I'm around there. I did some drinks before that too. You can tell. And yeah, I don't really have any rituals either. I just jam all of my research into today. because I, Dude, I was off all day yesterday. I sat at home doing nothing, and many times I thought, I should look up some news stories. But then I was like, I don't want to look up news stories today. I want to look up news stories tomorrow because I, as we record this today, by the time it comes out, these stories will be two, three days old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we have a, a lot to get to. We do. Um, this is the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information and personal stories and stuff from the news and sometimes, sometimes interviews.
2: interviews, jinx. You owe me some drinks.
1: Yeah. Uh, we have some drinks. We have some new ones. Oh, we're going to pay it off immediately. Yeah, Thanks. Good job. We're going to, we're going to get to those and um we have stuff about us and uh we're falling back in time um yeah at one hour (laughs) gotta go back
2: in time. (laughs) my favorite time of the year honestly
1: yeah and uh the election um is right around the corner now
2: yeah as this comes out this will be the only the last show we drop before halloween and the election
1: yeah and then uh tuttles 10 digi hears no what's up doc Nope. nope, no pizzas pick No pizzas pick Unless it just comes to us in I, the middle I kind
2: of got a one on the back burner I've been wanting to throw out there
1: Okay we, well,
2: can, we can throw it in whenever
1: Yeah, maybe we will, maybe we won't
2: There you go <laughs> Stick around and find out <laughs>
1: Um, okay. So, uh, I haven't really been doing too much personally. Have you been getting into anything or did something happen this week with you? Uh,
2: no, not too much. Just a lot of work. Uh, there was a funny story, uh, that happened at work recently. I, 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 it just happened like two, three days ago and it, uh, I had already come almost completely forgotten about it until I saw, uh, the dude that happened to at work today before I left. And as we talk about uh, work, uh, we'll shout out uh, Cabo's. Thank you guys for the beers we're drinking tonight. Uh, Cheers to episode 156 and to Cabo's. Appreciate the guys out there.
1: The best beer is the free beer. The Free
2: beers from the Florida, pretty much from all the beer uh, reps, the distributors and the yeah. reps that stop by. They're it, always like, taste this and see if you want to carry it. And they bring all these extras, and they don't get to them, and they put them in the back. And they go, guys, these are free beers. We don't give a shit. Take them. Have one after your shift. Drink yeah, some. Once take
1: you them. Uh, once you tell me what happened, um, we're gonna talk about these a little bit because okay. they're not like regular domestic beers. They're they're they look a little it's weird.
2: Domestic, sir. Both of them are domestic.
1: No. Well, wait. What's the word I'm looking for then? It's does local. It's not, like not local. Lando. They're
2: not local, no, Orlando, but, but they are
1: domestic. No, but they're not like Coors or Bud or no, Miller. No, okay, they're not big
2: brewery macro brews. Those okay, are macro brews. Okay. Anyway,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so what, what happened? Speaking
2: of work, uh, the other night at work, it's a, it's not it. You know, in retrospect, it's funny, and it's kind of more funny in the the kind of the anecdotes and the stories that have come up after it, and the jokes that have been made. But um, every night uh, that we close. When I'm there, when I close, I take it upon myself to, one of the last things I do is we go out and, uh, we make sure all the outdoor, we have freezers and, our walking cooler are both outside. And, we, and they're, they're inside of a, a gate and a fence. And so we go outside, we make sure the fence is closed and locked and that all the freezer doors are closed because they've been cracked open before and shit's all thawed out and you lose a whole freezer's worth of shit. So we make sure pretty much that everything's shut and then there's a padlock on the outside cooler because our, our is like so old. There's not a traditional, if anybody's worked in a restaurant or ever been in and out of a, like a big industrial size walk in cooler, normally it has like a, a, a specific type of handle on it that you have to pull to open the latch and the door opens. And then on the inside, a lot of times they'll have a button that you push on the inside and it'll, it'll open from the inside. No matter what, all the time as like a safety escape so that no one can ever accidentally get locked in the cooler. I was going
1: to say, it looks like sometimes you can't get out. Cause there's well, no does. like bar or anything yeah, that you push. It's that's just like obvious. kind of a
2: button that's on a, like a stick almost, you know, and it, it activates the spring when you push it. Well, our cooler's so old, there is no handle at all. There is a latch. It's like a, like think about an old style gate, almost like a latch and a padlock.
1: Okay. And so, okay. Well,
2: I mean, it'll close, but that's how we lock it. Right. So it's the end of the night. I go out there. Part of my thing is I lock all these things up and to be safe. I have made it a, a habit for myself to open the door and, and look inside to see if I see anyone. Make sure I'm not padlocking them in the fucking cooler. Because this is the the way ours is styled. There's no emergency escape from within is what I'm getting to. So I look inside. I open the door. I just glance in. I, I see no, like, we all wear, like, bright blue or bright green shirts. Uh, everybody's wearing blue shirts, I think, this night. I, anyway, I look in. I see no colors, right? I, I didn't look deep. I admit I could have, like, stuck my head in and looked around. I didn't do that. I just opened the door. No, I looked in. There's no people visible right there because our cooler's not giant. You just know walk, a whole lot of walking around to do. So I see no people. I shut it. I padlock it. I would have turned the light off, but our light's broken, so it never goes off. It stays on all the time, right? So I can't turn the light off, and I walk inside the restaurant, and I lock the door from the outside to the restaurant, and then I'm done. I go. I'm about to clock out, or I'm about to, like, sweep and mop the kitchen. It's been a good five minutes and then all of a sudden one of the bartenders walks through and he walks back there towards the cooler and I just thought, oh, he's just going to pull beer or whatever. He's going to have to go and unlock everything. I locked him out. He's going to have to, you know, go get it himself. He comes back through a couple minutes later and he goes, hey, who's the fucking smart guy that locked the cooler? And I go me i lock everything up at night you tell me always <laughs> to lock the side door and lock everything up so if me i locked it and then dom
1: no our other
2: friend comes barreling through just barreling through and he onto the bar and he goes around the corner and boom straight on out to the bar and all i hear is d saying yelling at him it wasn't me it was coleman it was coleman and i run out there like what is going on what's the drama and how am i somehow involved in this right so i go out there and i'm like what happened and he's like You locked me in the fucking cooler.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How long was he in there for? Like five
2: minutes. Not super long, but long enough, dude, where he was banging on the door. And I thought, oh, thank God. I didn't think his phone would work. I thought the reason D went back there to get him out was because he called and said, Yo, I'm locked in the cooler. Somebody come get me. He didn't even have his phone on him. D just happened to go back there. He went back there to change a keg. That's why I didn't see him. He was around the corner, climbed up on another keg, moving
1: kegs around, and
2: I didn't see him.
1: That is terrifying. And he was like,
2: honestly, dude, even if you pulled the little curtain back, like the you know how it has like some of them have the curtains that hang down yeah. to keep the cool in and the hot out, it had those curtains, and he was like, even if you'd have pulled the curtains back you wouldn't have seen me because i was around to the left uh, underneath a second row of fucking kegs moving all this shit around Just the so the reason d went out there to look for him was because he was like i was waiting on him to change that keg because i'm waiting to pour a glass and i'm like where the fuck i've been waiting for 10 minutes and i went to go say what the fuck took you takes you so long to change this keg and he saved his life
1: yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, the the worst part is just not oh, having your buddy. phone. When you don't have your phone yeah, and and he you had can't no do anything, phone. then it kind of sinks, sinks in like I could be in here a long time. I was just
2: like thank God he was changing a kid cuz if he was just like fetching beers for backup, it might have been a long ass time before anybody noticed that he was gone.
1: Yeah, geez, that's Because they're wild. sitting there
2: waiting to pull the beer from the keg, and they can't, so that's why he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he so goes to get him.
1: you almost like inadvertently <sighs> killed a man. So
2: yeah, I was like, uh, sorry I almost manslaughtered you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And so we have a group text at work, too, and then uh, it's just blown up since then. Everybody's been like... Uh, you know when Dom came in today I was like sorry you know I was, hey buddy sorry I almost murdered you the other night like That's the first <laughs> time I saw him since I almost killed
1: him you gonna see him next week so, so sorry man yeah,
2: yeah 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 well at first he was he was upset dude I went out there and, and I was like dude I when D told me what happened I ran out there and I'm like dude I'm so sorry and he goes Fuck you He just looked at me And said fuck you And then I bought him A shot after work And he was like No it's cool man It's all
1: yeah. good no, so, Oh yeah They mellow out A little bit it, after yeah, that Yeah it was all good It Dom's uh, my boy so, Yeah what a uh, I mean because we, we actually Have drinks that you so Have from speaking of the cooler
2: The very cooler he almost died in I pulled these out of today <laughs> uh, And uh, that was one of the jokes Well guess what man There was enough beer In that cooler You could have just Kept drinking beer And kept yourself warm inside
1: That's true You know
2: Like there was literally There's probably hundreds Of beers in
1: that cooler we, And we get to so, toast To not killing a man yeah,
2: let's toast to this man's life.
1: Yeah, I have a it's my boy Dom. I have the one. It's a Captain Lawrence Brewing Company it's called Citra Dreams.
2: Citra Dreams.
1: Citra Dreams. Yeah, where's
2: that out of? Where are they? Does it say what state or city? Are they Florida?
1: Um, this is a hazy IPA. Let me see if it does say it's a seven percent or. two. you're the heavy one. Um, I'm uh, New York. Okay, so again, they are they're
2: domestic, but they're not local. And the one I'm drinking, we've had a version of this before. Um, it is a Vesa Sir Brewing. They're really like trying to make a name here in Orlando. I see their stuff all over their beer and their merch and shit. Like a lot of like bartenders have their hats and shirts because they send reps around promoting it.
1: I think we've had them on the show before. We had one of their
2: Mexican style. Yeah, maybe that was it. We had one of their like Mexican style lagers, which I really enjoyed. I really like that. I think as I remember. And this one is called, uh, in a tribute to my favorite, one of my favorite shows, Portlandia, Mangolandia. And, oh, uh, geez. and, uh, yeah, I, I told John when we, before we started the show, the only way they can make it port- more Portlandia is if they put a bird on it. And then I saw they put a bird on it. <laughs> there is a literally, <laughs> a the chicken. there is a cock, a giant colorful cock on this.
1: That is a, it's gorgeous. Oh yeah. Super bright and colorful. Right.
2: And, uh, yeah. So this is by Vesa, sir. Out of Miami. Okay. So yeah. it's not local, but it is domestic.
1: No, I, Domestical. Yeah, when I said domestic, I meant like the mainstream. I know what you meant. It's, yeah. not, it's not so. It's not it's a big brewer. Yeah, I, I don't think. One of I've the big three, big had, four. I'm actually going to take a sip of yours. Yeah, try
2: that. Let me try your hazy. I like hazy IPAs, so I think I'll like this.
1: That one's a good. I would say like out of 10, 8 out of 10. Really? On the okay, hazy Okay, that's IPA. a little
2: light for my taste. It's 4.8. It's a mango blonde ale, so blonde ale is not my favorite style beer to begin with, but the mango's good. It's causing me to burp. Excuse me there.
1: No that that is good. That is good. Yeah, it's a little like you don't taste I love
2: this hazy IPA. That exactly. is very good.
1: Ooh, it's really juicy. It's the, good. The the hazy is kicking or it has an, it packs a nice punch. It does. It's the, really um, good though. The mango's okay. It's, it's, it's easy to drink. Yeah, and I, I mean you get you get the flavors from it yeah, that you're supposed sure. to get yeah. anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Um I that, agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, that the, the hazy IPA I don't, I would never like session though with with those I could cuz it's not uh, as strong. Yeah,
2: these again 4.8%, less than uh, than a big Budweiser, you know, as you mentioned.
1: Yeah, the mango w- would just like sneak up on you. After yeah. after eleven, you're like I only had like. Oh, and these are tall six. boys.
2: We didn't mention that Yeah, These are tall boys as well, so they definitely will add up on you.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's what we're uh, sipping on, and we didn't kill anybody. Good for us.
2: <laughs> nope, um, I did my damnedest.
1: There's a uh the yeah this week actually before our next show um we're falling back and yes. we're changing the time mm-hmm. um we're falling back an hour. And so, one, that's a reminder for everybody. Not that you really need to. I mean, your car might be off. Everything's
2: automatic. You're
1: right. Yeah, but like your phone, it, it does it on its own or whatever. But you would have to set if you have like one of those old school alarm clocks.
2: But don't get caught, you know, off guard. You know, a lot of people like back when I used to, you know, manage a restaurant, it was like, don't forget, you know, even people that would go and even people that work at night on that next Sunday, you know, like, you know, don't forget tonight you know, clocks go, it was a bigger deal for us when they go forward in the spring, you know, because don't forget you're in at four tomorrow and then they come in at four and it's actually five. You and know you're I mean? late. Right. And you're late because the clock spring forward. So exactly. Same thing works going backwards, you know, don't end up showing up early for shit, you know, an hour early or forget, you know what I mean? Like, even though your phone's going to catch up automatically, just know, No, what the
1: fuck's well, going yeah, on. Yeah.
2: So it's Halloween night. That's a first and I don't know how many years it's been since we had uh, the fallback on Halloween.
1: I don't and, know if they have ever had. or I'm I sure mean, at some I'm, point. I'm right? sure. What I'm saying I just
2: don't know how many years. Maybe it's yeah. five. Maybe it's 5,000. I don't know. Right. But um, it's that. It's uh, Halloween night. It's a blue moon, I was told. And it's a full moon. All on that same. All on Halloween. On a weekend night. It's going to be.
1: Huge! Oh, that should be fun. Huge. Huge, biggest
2: moon party. Yeah, best moon
1: party. At least it's falling back, so that it's like you're. We're all gaining an it's, hour.
2: Well, when you mentioned it earlier, I said my favorite time of the year because uh, I don't give a fuck necessarily for spooky season, but I do like fall and winter a lot better here in Florida because it's more manageable with the temperature and, um, you know that definitely marks that we're into fall officially uh, when the, when it falls back the time. And traditionally, it's been a great night to go out to a bar because you get the extra hour of drink time.
1: Yeah Well see Because that's the thing I was so thinking about. So at of, 2 o'clock It depends it's
2: on when at one, So you know 2 a.m. When it's closing time It's now 1 a.m. It's, so on, circ- it's on
1: circumstance though Because now that bartender That's working Most
2: of them stay open They're not dumb Well no yeah Especially but on a Saturday Halloween They're gonna rake in
1: But the I'm nineties. saying It's amazing when you're not Doing anything And you have time to kill And you actually gain an extra hour But then yeah. it sucks when you're working And you're working an extra yeah, hour Yeah and you
2: have to work Yeah 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 I've definitely been there Done that
1: And it's like God damn it Yeah absolutely just, Um, No fun. That's not huge. Not That's huge Not huge It's a bad
2: night As yeah. a bartender
1: um, Yeah And uh, speaking of that The final president huge <laughs> Yeah The final presidential debate um, Just passed uh, This past week um, And it was actually A little bit better Than the one before And people Or they I mean they had the mute button but Yeah I was gonna
2: say Because of the mute button but Because of the interruptions It was res- Every time somebody tried to speak Trump was like Here I am
1: <laughs> I know right? I get, you know, like he's I'm trying like, to talk over you Hey how are you doing You're I-
2: Biden I'm Trump I have something Interrupting
1: start- <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Push the mute button. I dare you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to. Bet hit, you won't. I'm going to hit you. You won't do it. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I will hit you. Wait, is that personal or are we Trump
2: Biden still? (laughs) I don't. Okay. Because that's kind of the SNL thing. They've been like portraying Jim Carrey as Joe Biden has been kind of like this guy (laughs) on the edge having to hold himself back from punching Trump in the face. And it's like, I don't see Biden as that. Biden's more of an affable doof. (laughs) You know, he's just more of a please stop, please stop being a jerk. You know, he's more of one of those. Right. As well Uh, I would sniff your hair, but it would come off in my nose.
1: I mean, especially when you know that everybody's watching, the world is literally watching. Pretty much right, uh, then you would just i would think the smart thing would would be to do is to not say as much or to not you know react um, above and beyond or kind of go off the handle a little bit, which people were he was saying uh, talk, in, in terms of fracking, he was talking about um you know going against it and trying to change uh, you know the <laughs> yeah, way I
2: heard he was kind of wishy-washy on that right and I heard it- the joke I heard was uh, fracking depends on the state I'm talking in yeah well- <laughs> like if he supports <laughs> it or is against it and which I-, I didn't see the debate but I immediately took that as to say he must have gone both ways on that you yeah know what I mean? he well, was, there was not a definitive answer. it
1: was I mean they both were kind of for Biden I felt like it was a lot of like how many are you at home right now sitting at your kitchen table with nothing to eat blah or like how many of you are at home Right now, in your bed, wondering when you're going to get your oh, medication. Trying so you can, to yeah, yeah portray
2: the uh, how many of you are living in terrible needs right now because of Trump's administration. It, I'll make it my administration will make it better. Well, One and those I'm not going
1: yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say the last four years were great. Um, but it, yeah, he was doing a lot of the emotional hitting on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He was you yeah. know you you were sitting in there showering and trying to figure out where your next bottle of shampoo is going to come from. Like, what? Well, hey, like hey, and you know what?
2: That's kind of been the formula for a lot of them for a long time only I instead of hearing it that way I've heard it more you know they will they'll and this one I never really bought into every time a politician would do this this formula I would just check out and be like they're just bullshitting they would be like I met I met a man down on his luck in Orlando Florida named John Hannon last Tuesday and he's just you know he's a real American patriot gets up goes to work every day straps on his pant legs one boot at a time and digs holes for a living and, and he can't pay his bills because of Trump. You know, it's like or whoever because of Clinton or because of Biden, whoever it is, right? But it's always and I'm like, no, dude, you're reading the teleprompter. You didn't meet fucking Joe or John or Rocky or Chris or any of these fucking people.
1: You look up that person, and name. maybe you
2: did, but you don't remember that shit. Your fucking speechwriter remembers that shit and or made that shit up from cuff. Like yep. you know, so I don't know, man. It's all lip service and whatever. As it's funny that I'm going to say that and then follow it up with uh, a heartfelt and sincere. Seriously, I don't harp on politics really hardly ever, but every four years it does well something up in the, me.
1: The, yeah, like, I more re- so s- spout my views than John does. Yeah, well, and the only reason why we're talking about it now is because it's like it's now about the time. a week away, right? A little bit more. As we but- said, it's a
2: week away right now as this drops. It is the last show that drops before it'll be the national election day. If you didn't vote early or vote by mail, just go fucking vote. I know, you know, and I, I don't care who you vote for. I I kind of do care. But even if you're going to vote for the P person or people that I don't want or like, just make your fucking voice heard. Like, that's the the smallest power that you Rocky have. Took not, Rocky 10 minutes.
1: It's a short. Back? Oh, okay. um,
2: Rocky stood in a long line, but it went really fast. So that's good to hear. And I heard that the place that I go vote at, which I thought would be packed because it's the national, it's the orange County supervisor of elections office. I heard today that there was no wait dude rolled up on the weekend, fucking voted in and out. No wait. So I'm excited. I'm going to go get it done this week. And I think so, more
1: more people than ever have been doing like the pre voting or you know yeah, yeah so vote
2: by mail vote from home. My mom got the ballot at home. The vote by mail. You don't even have to mail that back in. You can literally drive to the polling place. They have a box out front where you can drop the ballot in person. So if you don't if you're afraid it's not going to get there via mail or whatever, it'll be picked up at the regular polling place that you drop it off at where you would go
1: vote. Yeah, so, it's a uh, it's there's no easy. excuse,
2: man. Yeah. You get the day off. Your 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 employer cannot hold you from from voting during those voting hours. So go get it done. No excuse. The
1: the thing I pretty much ultimately took away from this last debate before we get into the election uh, here soon is that you know, Biden needs to not be as emotional. He needs to, uh, he, he has some details with some of his plans, which is great, but now he's getting caught up in a whole bunch of other crap yeah. with his son and, right. uh, you know, accepting money and, you know, some and it's unfolding, you know, from it's
2: both every side. Yeah. Every side, everyone always.
1: And it's always, yeah, it's Politics all wrinkling as usual because it's like Biden and his son and these emails and, and the, the cover ups and then it's like Trump and his taxes and his, you know, and uh, next
2: it'll be his other son, Ben.
1: <clears throat> Who ben knows? Gazi. <laughs> Got <him. laughs> I don't know, I don't know but, but emails
2: just makes me think of it's fucking Hillary all over. Again. Yeah, the corruption there should be lock
1: up Biden. The corruption Crooked is crazy. Biden, lock him up. Yeah, but Biden's too emotional. But uh, Trump was I mean, he was it was super broad. The whole debate Trump
2: is emotionless.
1: It's, he, he was, I think
2: Biden's playing on emotion because he knows Trump is an emotionless robot.
1: Yeah, and Trump, oh, like, Trump was like, "Oh, I have a plan for this, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll solve this issue." But I'm not going to tell what you it about is. it. Right? I have a plan. <laughs> the best
2: generals don't tell their plans before they go into war.
1: Yeah, right? I, I, oh, we're working on getting my taxes. Uh, this is exactly what he said. He's, like, he's working on getting his taxes out there. He's talking with his auditors <laughs> mm-hmm. and everything. And then once they're, they're you know, they're so trying we're working
2: to, with uh, what? Uh, how many things can we redact? Reduct everything Yeah and like, Put it out
1: Alright so you're working on it And it's an in progress And you plan to do something like, a, But I don't know You planned
2: to do a wall You planned to do a lot of things
1: Neither of it was great Neither of it was really promising And uh, He so planned to grab I,
2: pussies Didn't happen either
1: <laughs> Both all, of all talk
2: you motherfucker
1: <laughs> I don't know you what's going on You can't even grab
2: your wife's hand
1: uh, anyways, the, yeah, those two are going to be one of our presidents soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. that's really fucking sad as Dude, much as well, that sucks.
2: Quickly. I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Fuck it. It's our show. Let's do it a little bit, John, cause you're younger than me and I wanted to get your perspective on this a bit. And how many elections have you either voted in or been able to vote in? And you like two,
1: maybe uh, one, two. There, this, there, this a election this would be my third
2: okay so you okay so you were able to vote in obama's second term was your first presidential election you could participate? 2012 2012 yeah yeah because yeah. obama was 08 okay um and this will be my fifth possible uh presidential election uh, i say possible because the first one i was not able to vote in that was uh trump or those that, that was Trump Gore. No, it was oh, Bush oh, wow. Gore. Look, i it called me Joe Biden. I can't I confuse Trump and Bush. But uh, <laughs> But uh, it was uh, it was uh, baby Bush and Gore when it got stolen. When it got uh when it got stolen in Florida with the hanging chads, if anybody remembers that, two thousand. I was that was my first adult. I was twenty years old. I was like, I'm gonna vote in my first presidential election. I'm twenty, I can't wait I hate Bush, I can't wait to vote for Gore you know, the slow-talking man, bear pig. Um, and uh, I couldn't wait to vote for that guy. And uh, I I blame myself for him losing because I was uh, in jail and could not vote
1: at that time. Oh, like so you, literally so you, during the primary. So you were responsible for what? Yeah, I blame myself. I As was well. like, maybe
2: I'm that one vote. I wasn't in Florida, so I wouldn't have been a hanging chad. I was in Georgia. But I was like, what if that one vote put him over the top? I don't know. Yeah. And I was really upset with myself. Uh, and s- since that, I have never missed a presidential election. And it, I just wanted to kind of comment on, How sad it is to have been able to vote in five elections and been really like felt patriotic and happy to support a candidate. And instead of, you know, it it been a positive experience two out of the five times, the other three out of the five times, it's been more of a lesser of two evils vote. Is what it's uh, been every time. Just in voting and, in general. Yeah, yeah. Just on my candidates and who they put in front of me and how I felt going into it. Yeah, regardless. regardless of how their presidency came out or you know, or whatever. Right. But yeah, the two Obama elections, I was just especially the first one, I was just really, really happy and I you know, I was a younger man and I was just really, really happy and felt like I was part of a big thing. You know, getting the first black president, a young man and a completely different style, you know, on outwardly political guy in the office. And uh, and I don't know. It's just been. It sucks that you know. Three out of five times now, it's been a really kind of shitty thing. Like, what is your take on it, John? Out of three elections?
1: Uh, well, I mean, I've been like
2: you've participated, right? But you, yeah,
1: but you, what, you haven't
2: been like gung ho about it, right?
1: No, I'm on the spectrum of like we have so well, little I can tell say. You're on the spectrum. I've <laughs> <laughs> I've I so little say. You paint of, like a champ. You know, you're quite artistic. There's nothing I can. <laughs> I have nothing that like. I know my vote matters to some extent, but I vote and I, you know, I mail right. it, it in. It doesn't, doesn't,
2: or whatever. Yeah, right. but right.
1: I, I, you know, I don't really hold much promise or, you know, um, truth to it or like, oh, yeah, like. Uh, right, like you don't get like, like, like it, was the don't feel some
2: type of way, right? Yeah, right. I, don't but care I did not In 2008, man, I really was like, man, I I don't know, like I felt so such a high. I don't on that
1: care whole about it, really. Man. I, I mean, I, I I go through the motions and do it, and but I just yeah. I, I'm I refuse to believe that like mine really, truly, actually matters, especially with all the corruption and shit that they're no, talking about anyway. They, they say, oh,
2: Russian does this. I mean, that's I suspend that disbelief for the little while, you know. Yeah, when I get to when I get down to the core of it and try to decide on who I'm actually going to vote on. Um, but yeah I don't know it's uh, it just sucks
1: the two candidates we have is a uh, is a true horror story or it's 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 horrible or like it's spooky. it's like a nightmare it's like a spooky nightmare it's great that they
2: do the election 3 days after halloween yeah
1: I know, fitting I <laughs> right um, and one of them's orange yeah well, speaking fitting. speaking of spooky <laughs> um uh, we have some uh, scary stories oh we do have I wanted some scary to, uh,
2: stories it's a, a part 2 of scary stories you may have never heard yeah. right
1: is that what we call something like Roll
2: that. the intro we don't have one because it's a two-parter and we're done <laughs> scary stories
1: yeah I, I and i do and i maybe i'll do this next week but i do have these two things that i like wrote like early 2010 one of them was a poem one of them was a Maybe poem Maybe we should
2: make a song out of it, John
1: No Yeah, let's
2: read the one that's a story And then make a song out of the other story. It's embarrassing
1: one. enough I'm gonna read It's re- so dark That I, re- I was thinking about reading now. <laughs> it's about
2: like, oof, yeah There's a line about finding your dad's gun I don't even know what that's about
1: <laughs> <laughs> What kind of gun? A magnum No uh, yeah. It said magnum <laughs> I remember,
2: bro. Goddamn photographic memory.
1: I shouldn't have even have showed you. Polaroid like memory. Well, then maybe we won't do this next week. <laughs> God damn it! But no, I was thinking. No, nope, get it out of the way this week. Read them. Read reading these two stories. <laughs> that- say their
2: emails. Do like Rocky on what's the fuss and say their emails.
1: Oh yeah, to so get <laughs> s- some fans to send me some of their uh, slam poetry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> be like, ah, uh, this is from Bim Zindgarillo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looking at you, Jim. Email some shows. God damn it. Thank you.
1: Love you. No, but um, okay, so I have a scary story here um, that you may have never heard about. Um, okay,
2: you tell your story, and then I've got one that is kind of a bit longer, and I'm just going to kind of give an abridged version.
1: Okay, yeah, because it's kind of in regards to this, uh, they, it's it's calling it a new old house Um, It says that this couple bought an old house and the boyfriend is in charge of the new construction, like, uh, for example, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom. That's a weird one. That's a weird thing. I to I swear need a sink,
2: God. bro. I need a sink. There's lots of fluids in my master it bedroom. It says
1: converting the kitchen into the master bedroom. So we're sleeping, in the on the fir- I guess, on the first floor next to the I dining need, room. I need
2: to sleep by a microwave. Don't ask questions. <laughs> uh,
1: and, uh, you know, the wife is on wallpaper removal duty. And um, the previous owners, I guess, papered all of the wall, even the ceiling. And uh, Oh, that's... It's such a mess. It's dude. uh, it was said to um, the removing it seemed to seem brutal, and it was um, but kind of satisfying. But it said it took him a long time, and they said um, the best feeling is getting a long peel similar to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. I don't know about you, but it kind of make a game appealing, and on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Which I have done with my sunburn. I go oh, for yeah, like the
2: old peel skinning, yeah, skin peeling and,
1: peel skinning, and, and, and you try to make you them, know when you skin your peel, <laughs> dummy. You try to get the biggest, <laughs> longest slab yep. of dead skin. Yep, you ever tasted it? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. no? I almost said yeah. You
2: did say yeah. Come on, admit it. No, it tastes I have salty. Not. It tastes salty.
1: Yeah, does it? For the record, you have
2: allegedly. Oh my god, Rocky told me. That's gross. <laughs> really? Rocky, Rocky tasted has? it too. Yeah, I tasted it. You have? Yeah. Oh, you both. That's one of the only things I've tasted. You know, how people are like, I've tasted my boogers. I. Some people get real gross Hell and say no. they've tasted other gross fluids from their body. I have not tasted any of that. No. Disgusting. But I've tasted my dead skin.
1: Um. Okay. So, <laughs> so and, then, and then this says that under it tastes a- just like it looks.
2: Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, okay. It says. Uh, um. It continues to say, under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Um, and they were trying to look up the people's names and dates and each person was uh, found to have been missing, maybe on the Charlie Project from last week's yep. stories. always
2: on charlieproject.org. Yeah, they discovered... Dot .org. <laughs> .orgie. <laughs> <Dot orgy. laughs> Don't go to that orgy, you'll never be seen. They uh,
1: they discovered that these people were missing and like the dates were like when uh, they went missing and stuff and uh, it says they notified the police who sent out a crime scene unit and they found out, oh, wow. So they told her, they asked her about where she had removed, where she put the wallpapers that she had removed because they told her it wasn't wallpaper that she was removing. Ooh, so it's it was probably what? human fucking skin. It was skin? Did she taste it? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what is it salty? Tell me. If she me. says
2: it's salty, then we know. <laughs> we know. No. We wrap the story up. It was human skin.
1: Oh, so I guess. Oh, my God. Is that so? That's like a house lined with human. That's like some
2: Buffalo Bill shit. A right? thin layer. He made of a like, suit out of human skin.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like Buffalo Bill shit right there. He tucked his dick in between he his legs. He Tucked
2: it, and then he danced around and was like
0: lotion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it puts the lotion on the walls. He was at least he was it puts the lotion on the walls. He was, at least he was good for the to the dog. <laughs> for, for yeah, most he's of the tucking. time. Oh, we got our research. Rocky
2: is tucking in the kitchen. Our researcher is doing a (laughs) little dance. Well, I say his kitchen. It could also be his bedroom.
1: (laughs) Do you? uh, (laughs) I know. Who knows?
2: Do you have the uh, scary story? I I do have a scary story. And bear with me as it's a bit disjointed as I'm just going to kind of try to go over kind of some of the details. But I will tell you, it is a story. It is an older story. It is about uh, pretty much two characters. Are your are two people are your main your main people in the story Monty and Mister Fortune are there two are there names?
1: There's no way that that's your main their names. character's
2: name is Monty and uh, and he would be the what the anti- the antagonist or protagonist
1: protagonist protagonist
2: and Mister Fortune would be the antagonist. There you go, English major, help me
1: out here. That sounds made up. Are well, you making so, up the
2: names? No, no, no. These are the names. These are the names. Mister so, Fortune. So uh, this takes place. Your setting is uh, is New Orleans during Mardi Gras. So that's kind of what's going on at the time and uh and apparently it's a story of revenge and murder in that uh
0: uh, uh, uh. uh,
2: uh Monty was your vengeful character your your protagonist and uh I guess he had uh he had been notified that mr fortune was uh, kind of going around town. They, 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 These were acquaintances of each other. I wouldn't call them friends, but they knew each other. And they have a, a similar circle of friends. And he was alerted that Mr. Fortune was, I guess, around town at some parties kind of talking shit about him. Um, no, oh. real, no real details as you, to What was really said
1: You got something to say Motherfucker Just, Yeah it
2: was like one of those Right Okay well,
1: well let's hear Say it to my face So
2: Monty Was uh, was Monty the One thing these gentlemen Both had in common Was they were both Connoisseurs of Marijuana And Monty Had his own Grow room At his
1: house Alright I like these people
2: And so he knew That Mr. Fortune Himself Was a, a, a Connoisseur of marijuana And, and really And was, he was an, Mr. Fortune was an older man So he's kind of a more Older pothead Right Whereas as, uh Monty's more of your younger crowd.
1: Ones like Woodstock, one's yeah. like
2: one's like Travis Scott. Video games know. and weed. Yeah. <laughs> one's like I want that certain meal from McDonald's. Um but uh so Monty hearing of all this shit talking and backstabbing from Mr. Fortune and with his vengeance decides he's going to get his revenge on Mr. Fortune in a specific way, and he decides to tell his staff at the, I guess it was a pretty f- large grow uh, grow house that he owned because he had staff that worked there. He tells the staff to take the night off for Mardi Gras because it was Mardi Gras week. Go enjoy the party, blah, 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 to ensure that no one is there and he would have the grow house all to himself on this specific night.
1: Oh, okay.
2: He then finds Mr. Fortune uh, at, around town at a bar that they both had seen each other at. He kind of figured he might be at this specific bar. So he goes to New Orleans, downtown Bourbon Street. He finds the guy. He uh they he strikes uh, strikes up a conversation around the bar and tells him he has see he has a specific strain of weed that the older hippie Mr. Fortune uh really he knew that he was a huge fan of it was one of his favorites of all time and that he knew if I tell him I have the specific strain I know he'll be he'll be wrapped around my finger and he'll he'll follow me wherever to get uh, to the strain.
1: Okay. He tells him That sounds sketchy though. He
2: tells him he has a, a jar of a Maui Wowie.
1: Okay, And all that's right. the
2: title of the story, ironically enough. A uh, Jar of a Maui Waui. <laughs> that's what it said in the title when I looked this up. <laughs> so, um, But again, it's a longer story. I'm just giving you the bridge version. He tells him he has this jar of a Maui Waui, and, uh, and he takes him to the grow house. Long story short, um, they, they get a little drunk at the bar prior to, which kind of loosens up Mr. Fortune and makes him kind of fall into the trap even easier. He brings him out to the grow house. He shows up, and he says, I thought you had... You know, I thought you had this, this jar. I thought you already had some of this strain. And he says, you know, why are we at that grow house with all the other plants? And he says, oh, no, no, I have it. I have it. But first I need you to help me. I needed a second pair of hands to put this plant in the ground. He has another plant of it. So he has some buds of it and he also has a plant of it. He convinces them to come back with him so he can put the plant into the ground. They follow, he follows him through the entire grow house. He leads him drunkenly around, wears them out, gets them all tired. Long story short drags him back to the very back corner where he already had a six-foot hole dug out to drop the plant into the ground, tricks the older man, pushes him into the open hole in the ground, slowly but surely buries him alive.
1: What? supposedly and he's this- an old man he's not going to just like be able to jump out of that.
2: no he was drunk and i guess he was hurt kind of hurt when he fell into the hole
1: hurt yeah hurt drunk old <laughs>
2: oh yeah absolutely it's- it all conspired to become a perfect uh, set of events for monty uh monty uh you know monty assumes his revenge and uh the last i heard uh mr fortune it had been 50 years and mr fortune had never been heard from
1: Wow, and Mr. Fortune.
2: Monty was your narrator in this story and recalled the entire story.
1: Mr. Fortune is, oh, okay. The Jar
2: of a Maui Wowie was the title of the story. Hmm. If you like that story, check it out in its original version, The Cask of Amontillado" by Edgar Allan Poe. Ah. one of the best scary story writers ever.
1: Okay, that's not one of his main ones though. That's
2: one of his most popular ones ever. They people. No,
1: one of his his most I, popular ones are like the Raven, the Pendulum, or the one with the, the Telltale tell Heart, Telltale tell, tell Heart, the heart. Tell heart
2: beating under the floorboards. Great yeah. stories, dude. You know, I'm a huge Edgar Allan Poe fan. I I just remembered Poe when I was thinking up scary stories, and I was like, oh, let me find this and like wow. redo it to a new new school way to do it. And I was like, that'd be the best way. You could tell somebody you're gonna smoke them out with really good weed. Yeah,
1: our uh, our scary stories that you may have never heard were true last week, or had actually happened. Yes, in this week
2: they were not; they were stories.
1: No, they were just, they were fake uh, stories. You mine, never heard of them
2: because they weren't real.
1: Yeah, mine was made up. Um, you know, it was some like blogger or something. Bad out of hell eight twenty one. Oh, cool. Wrote this. Oh
2: man, He's <laughs> a second best only to Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Yeah, and maybe <laughs> maybe next week I'll uh I'll share some. Yeah, we need to I put that poem stuff.
2: to music. No, deaf poetry, John. <laughs>
1: Which is like an we'll organ. We'll find a
2: sick beat. I know a beat maker, Dylan Wilson. Looking
1: at you. An organ playing in the background with like a thunder, with like thunder crashing. The
0: thunder and- rolls.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dylan, put something together for <laughs> us, man. <laughs> Help me out. I'll give. I'll. We'll send him <sighs> the words, and then he can try to throw together the most eerie or monotonous or whatever the fuck he can. Well, it's pretty
2: simple. It's like your whatever it's like couplet style. I forget what style it is, but you're, it's like very simple rhyming scheme that
1: you use. One of them is. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That, the one that I saw with the ease, like the, you know, Please, cheese, knees, please, like that rhyming scheme thing that you used was very simple and that would fit to a very an easy four four range of beats. So yeah,
1: maybe we'll do that. Make it
2: happen, Cap and let's do it.
1: Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, for 157. Um okay. So now we move on to uh, one more little thing before we I say little thing, that's exaggeratory. Gee, yeah,
2: yeah. We'll get before break, we'll get into our last pre last end of segment one, I should say.
1: Yeah, one little thing is so wrong. Because this <laughs> is the, this is huge. This is a big segment. This could go wrong or sideways very quick um okay so we're gonna we have tuttle that uh, you know that gives us 10 minutes every single week and we're going to turn it over to him we gave him a topic of natural disasters and we and were told hope- him
2: to not you know obviously the obvious joke is don't make jokes about yourself
1: <laughs> <laughs> naturally we know you're a disaster uh, no, no, gotcha no no
2: but in uh, total he's been tamer as of late well, no. Tuttle's 10 tame.
1: What's been scary has been that he's, some of them have been like making sense or he's been right. Yeah. And it's like. Wh- it's like
2: Logic Man Tuttle.
1: When he makes sense is when it's a little creepy or when right. I agree with him.
2: Like, I didn't hire you for this.
1: Then I question. I didn't hire
2: you at all, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not pay you for this shit. Give me craziness, Tuds.
1: If I agree with him, I'm starting to question me. Right. And then. Am I getting crazier or is he getting tamer? I don't know what's going to happen, Uh, but he gave us 10 minutes on natural disasters. So let's turn it over to Tuttle. Welcome. <laughs>
2: Total's thoughts and opinions do not reflect the thoughts and opinions of 22 funny to Informing its hosts, guests, sponsors, or affiliates.
0: 1, 2, 3, 4,
3: 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It's it's 10 Minutes, minutes
0: with Total. 1, two, one
3: two, Welcome to another edition of Tuttle's 10. Thanks to John and Chris for allowing me to be on and do this segment for them because they are the third most popular podcast in all of Orlando. Check out my podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast. You can easily find it on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn Radio App, and 315live.com. So John and Chris this week gave me the topic of natural disasters. Now, I don't want you to think when I say I'm a fan of natural disasters, I just, I'm amazed because humans, we as human species think that we are tough, we rule the world, nothing is ever going to do us in, and that's not the truth. Earth is constantly trying to kill us on a regular basis. It really is. Right now, as a human species, all we are is a bad case of fleas. You get rid of us, the Earth gets better. The Earth actually gets stronger and repairs itself. Truth.
2: That uh, docuseries Life After People, I think, proves that. Um, I thought that was much more recent. It's like 10 or 11 years old now. It was a back old-school History Channel show. It was like week to week. Really? And it literally showed like how quickly after people leave an area, the ve- first the vegetation comes back, then the animal, the, the insect and animal species thrive, and then the environment becomes amazingly better in a v- amazingly way shorter period of time than it would be for humans the other way around.
1: Yeah, I hate to agree with Tuttle, but it's kind of, like as I was just saying before we actually started this, I was like, I don't want to, you know, when I agree with him, I start to question it. Right, but, I, but I, here we are agreeing. Y- yeah, and I mean, it's, when I think about it like that, it's kind of depressing, yeah. the, knowing I how mean, much things improve without us. What do you think of that
2: comparison, fleas of the earth? Yeah. Or See? leeches, or leeches even, because yeah. fleas yeah, take far less than a leech does. It's a great like, way
1: yeah. to put it. Yeah, it really is. But it's just horrible to think about, because it's so true. Right. Um, okay, so let's let him continue
3: Dystopian here.
2: Dystopian outlook, Tuttle.
3: But talking about natural disasters, one of the first times I ever paid attention to natu- natural disasters was... Growing up, I was a big wrestling fan. Now, we had the Legion of Doom. That was a great one. But one of their biggest rivals were the Natural Disasters. It was made up of Typhoon and Earthquake. One of the most biggest when it comes to combined weight of any WWE wrestling tag team combination, weighing in at 843 pounds. Now, Earthquake and Typhoon had one of the best finishing moves. You had the earthquake splash and the tidal wave. And everybody was like, hey, let's get the two fattest wrestlers we have. Don't they really don't have much muscle on, on them at all? You you got Hogan with the 24 inch pythons, and then you got these two lard And that's why I thought they, they were always the most popular because hey, look at them. They're out of shape, they're obese. We might be able to be the tag team champions one day. But moving on, one of the first real natural disasters that I remember when I was young was Hurricane Andrew. Now, a lot of these other hurricanes that come around, everybody's like, oh, well, this is the most costliest. And this was the most deadliest. I I will contest to this day. I will take it to my grave. Hurricane Andrew is the most powerful hurricane that the United States of America has ever been hit with. And I love how, oh, it costs billions and billions of dollars. Well, guess what? You guys, if you, if you consider an inflation and stuff, Hurricane Andrew absolutely wrecked South Florida for decades. That place was never the same. And while we're on natural disasters, one of the main reasons why the Everglades is overrun by invasive species is because of Hurricane Andrew. Why do you think the python problem is so bad down there? Why do you think it's killing all of the regular native species here in the state of Florida? Because we got 20 to 25 foot goddamn pythons down in the Everglades. And don't even get started with me about Hurricane Katrina. Hurricane Katrina, yes, deadly, caused a lot of damage, but it was nowhere near as powerful as Hurricane Andrew. The only reason why it was so bad was because of where it hit in Louisiana, New Orleans. I don't know why they ever thought, hey, let's build a big city probably about 40 feet below sea level. Yeah, whoever did that, it's a bunch of coon dicks up there. Yeah, that's not a racial slur, so don't get me. That's what they call a lot of these backwood Louisiana people, coon dicks. Yes.
1: He could have called him anything he wanted to, and he chose the most controversial term that he could have possibly have thought of. That's Tuttle. He's shock-jocking. Thanks for bringing the heat. I swear. Uh,
2: but yeah, kind of to reinforce what you were just talking about on our last stoppage here, uh, but uh, Kundix notwithstanding, I agree and was going to say that, uh, you know, had Katrina hit South Florida instead of where it hit yeah. in New Orleans being with the... A being under the the sea level to begin with, and B with the the levees being as shittily made as they were back in their day, I feel like Katrina would have done, uh, you know, comparatively a lot more uh, less damage than Andrew did. And had Andrew hit like it hit South Florida in in Louisiana like Katrina hit, right? I mean, dev- you, Katrina was devastating, but goddamn, uh, Andrew would have been. Uh, I agree, Andrew was a lot more powerful.
1: It was, uh, yeah, it
2: just did it, it. Our infrastructure was a little better for it to hit. Than, than was there, New Orleans.
1: There's certain ones that happen that people will forever remember. Like there is no forgetting it. You know what I mean? Like there, there's nothing that you can do. No matter how much you try to will yourself away, even like especially people who have lost somebody close. You know, to in in those circumstances, and people in New Orleans. And I mean the the the. Edgar Allan Poe thing was just a story, but there's actually people in New Orleans who have horror stories oh, yeah, of great yeah. like, of of Katrina shit that was going on, and then like the, the like Andrew was huge. And, yeah, I mean Andrew was huge. Since I
2: moved here, I remember hearing people recount stories of you know being in the in the you know in South they lived in South Florida at that time, or their family did you know, or more you know, more so maybe they have stories of their family because again it's been now. What thirty years or so, or more, but um, yeah, I just definitely the it affected a lot of people, and I, you know, it's actually good that it happened the way it did, and that the Andrew didn't hit where Katrina did, and vice versa.
1: Yeah, that uh, that term or phrase that he used at the end, I don't know anything about. That's what the disclaimers for. But I'm
3: agreeing with everything else so far.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's uh, back to the number one coon, Dick. Yeah, Tuttle.
3: Moving along, one of the things that I like the most about. Technology. I mean, this all started. You know, one of the most documented events in in American history when it comes to video is 9/11 because that was right at the beginning where everybody had those handheld cameras. Could you imagine if 9/11 would have happened and the iPhone would have already been out where everybody had access to a camera and a smartphone? Man, you would have seen all types of carnage. But One of the first natural disasters that I remember being documented, uh, you know, when it comes to getting video was the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. One of my favorite movies, one of the first times that I ever saw Tom Holland as an actor. Yes, Tom Holland, the current Spider-Man right now, was in the movie Impossible. I think it had Ewan McGregor in it as well, too. But it was it was really, really sad. But. What was even more shocking while we're on tsunamis is the Japan tsunami. We got some great video footage. And uh, please forgive me. I'm not trying to be insensitive when I say great footage. But some of the footage that we got during that was absolutely just, it it was heartbreaking. It was shocking. But we were able to see the true devastation of what a tsunami can do there. And not only did it kill a bunch of people, now we're probably getting radiated fish from the Pacific Ocean that is getting served in those uh, hipster fish markets up in Seattle where they're throwing radioactive fish back and forth. The only reason I ever knew about that was the real world season that they did in Seattle because they, they had a job one day where they had to throw fish back and forth. And that was also when the the kind of effeminate black guy slapped the girl that had Lyme's disease in the face. That was one of my favorite real-world moments. Yes,
2: absolutely. More agreement with Tuttle. Stephen slapped Irene in the face as he put her in a cab. She was hopping in a cab. He opened the door and said, like, like, wagged his finger in her face, slapped her in the cheek, Slammed the door <laughs> And then in the process Ripped her teddy bear Titty Her teddy bear Out of her hands And threw her teddy bear <laughs> teddy bear He threw her teddy bear Into the Pacific Ocean <laughs> And that was all part of the intro For that show Forever after that That Man, memories, buddy Why do you remember that? Because I watched the real world You back watched
1: then. the real world? now. I was like
2: 12 years old, bro Like 13 Like no. I had horrible taste I listened to Vanilla Ice, bro
1: That show was tough to watch I couldn't um, really? I couldn't do it oh, I didn't see, like
2: it I Well, you, when you watched it It was trash, bro and really watching rules. it Yeah, I quit watching it by then, dude. The first one was Puck. Don't even start with Puck. And pa- <laughs> and Pedro, rest in peace, Pedro. God damn. They fucking pour one out for that guy's butthole.
1: Oh, geez. Did he actually pass away? He
2: okay, yeah, dude. In the first, what was it, like 1990, The first ever real Oh, well, that's world. not nice
1: for you to talk about his and, butthole, no, though.
2: <laughs> I know. But he was uh he was um a homosexual with AIDS and he was living in the house with real world. Yeah, yeah. And he died of, of HIV. And he, he had full blown AIDS, and but it was a huge deal for him to be on television like that, living in a house with people because that showed that like, oh, you can live side by side with somebody, you know what I mean? Like it's not you, they're not going to cough AIDS onto you, you yeah, can, you know what I mean? This was before Magic Johnson like made normalize this shit, bro. It was a huge deal, but um, but this was a huge deal too when Steven slapped Irene because, as Tuttle called it, Lyme's disease. Irene had Lyme's disease, and uh, Steven was a lemon man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's okay. I I mean I don't know shit about the real world, but I know Damn it. like when he was <laughs> talking memories, when he was talking a little bit before that it, it I was thinking about like it's crazy to think how permanent sometimes these like natural disasters are like how they can just alter or greatly affect how how every the society is afterwards and how you know the, the geographically speaking geographically, sometimes. Yeah, yeah it shifts it i mean and like so it's amazing to see uh, it, to think like oh s- such and such though that place has been like that since hurricane so-and-so or or since the blizzard of 2000 and whatever right change the topography as, or like
2: as, uh new orleans now uh, i'm sure things in new orleans geographically were lost like you know what i mean like oh yeah places that were peninsulas and islands and stuff or no are now probably swamped and have never come back since katrina you yep know? yep yeah, i'm yeah, telling absolutely. you
1: it's amazing to think of the permanent uh impact that these that these natural disasters have on on certain Man, areas they call
2: them acts of god they are right
1: yeah. um okay except so for they're not fake we're let let's let uh tuttle finish up here
3: But moving along, one of my most memorable natural disasters was during the 1989 World Series between the Oakland Athletics and the Giants. I think they called it the Battle of the Bay, the Bay World Series, whatever it may be. But just seeing that opening segment where they're introducing the World Series and and introing everything, they're about to go to the player introductions and the whole TV cuts out. And then you can only hear Al Michaels voice talking about, I think we're having an earthquake because the TV, uh, you know, this is probably before satellites and stuff. So they were hard connected and that's why they lost their video feed. So what I'm trying to say is we really need to think about what we're doing. I know a lot of people are climate change deniers, people that think that Al Gore is full of crap when it comes to inconvenient truth. And global warming, but it's here, people. We are so naive. We are so egotistical that we think that we are the dominant species here on this planet, and we're not. Planet Earth is the dominant species. And one day something's going to happen. And guess what? Earth is not going to skip a beat when we're gone because planet Earth is actually going to get better. It's going to get stronger and it's going to take back all the infrastructure. That we have built here in the United States. Mother nature. The wildlife. Everything is going to come back after we're gone. Because we're the only species here on the planet earth. Like I said. Take us out of the equation. The ecosystem. The food chain. It gets stronger without us. You take a simple fish out of the ocean. In the the chain of events the predators, and so on and so on down the line. They're all going to die. Get rid of us. They're going to throw a big-ass party. You're going to see giraffes, lions, hyenas, mortal enemies on the Serengeti. They're going to be twerking together. They're going to be twerking in celebration that we are gone. Hope I didn't get too preachy for you guys. Make sure you check out my podcast, the Tuttle Daily Podcast, on all major platforms. Thanks to John and Chris for allowing me to do this. Hope you guys are having a great day, and I'll talk to you next week.
1: Thank you, Tuttle. As always, we definitely really, really appreciate it. That was actually agreeable for a lot of it. He was making some sense, and yes. I, I hate when he makes a bunch of sense. I know it
2: is weird, and uh, yeah, I agree. Except for no coon dicks and uh, twerking animals.
1: Yeah, well, don't see that happening. And to be that f-
2: wasn't on Life After People. Just saying. <laughs> I, I missed the twerking after people episode. Just, maybe I checked out early. I don't know.
1: Yeah, to be fair, he's only like the. To be fair, he's only uh, like accurate. Reading. He's what only right now. He like thirty percent of the time is when he makes sense. Yeah, right. What well, like, was a
2: lot of thirty percent this week? Yeah.
1: Oh but yeah. It, you know, it, yeah. I
2: really, I, I love that guy and, and really, really appreciate uh, him coming on. And, uh, yeah. And, and him coming on and doing that week after week after week and saying, thank you to us for allowing him to do it. Thank you for, you know, fucking doing it, man. That guy's, uh, growing leaps and bounds. He's, uh, I'm telling you, I've been following along at, uh, Tuttle.com with two D's, you dumbass. And, uh, and you should as well. Yeah. The guy's yeah. growing and his podcast is huge. He's getting awesome guests, sponsors. All of the above.
1: Oh, well, I mean, and he has... So much better than us. He says we're
2: the best podcast in Orlando. I disagree. I say we're number four two years running. But what do I know?
1: I mean, it really makes me humble because coming from a vet like him where he's been on Bubba the Love Sponge on and off on Monsters in the Morning on and off worked with Ron and Ron from and Ron and Fez yep. or Ron and Ron
2: and fucking directly with you know guys like Tom and Dan who you know we both
1: definitely look Dan. up to you know like it's, those are definitely I mean the name all of the
2: above are the, guys, names we all know and kind of look up to in radio and podcasting
1: yeah and I mean I mean this wholeheartedly the guy is a, a workhorse he's a beast and yeah. I mean oh yeah yeah I mean we could go on and on about you know some the stuff that he's wrapped himself up in and oh. got caught up with and and he, he's a loon He's, he's a loon like,
2: He's like uh, <laughs> he's Idiot David Blaine I mean David Blaine Is an idiot already But he's just like Yeah bury me in concrete I'm not a magician I'll figure it out uh, Or I'll him. die
1: I love him for it uh, Okay I'll,
2: If I die I'll tell God Greetings
0: and welcome
1: <laughs> Let's take a little bit Of a break We just have the digi here uh, In the back half And then we'll we'll Wrap it up after that This is episode 156 Of Funny to Informing And we'll be right back <laughs> Welcome back to Funny to Informing, Episode One Hundred and Fifty Six. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. It is me. It is you. It is us. Yeah. I mean, now we have the uh, the digi here's um, left, and really the only thing left. Um, the first segment was almost like an hour, almost <laughs> like a whole show in and of itself.
2: We apologize, and you're welcome. Yeah. Well, I don't, however you want to take that.
1: Either way. Uh,
2: <laughs> how, so, so there you go.
1: However you see That's it. That's our stance. Uh, but we uh, we have some more beers that we're going to try, some uh, some yeah. more weird ones. Some round
2: twos. So he's John's going with another Vesa, sir, which is this is one I think we've tried in the past. And uh, it is not Mangolandia. It's a different variant. Uh, what is this one, John?
1: No, it says it's a Latin lager. Latin called, lager. Called Spanglish. Spanglish. That maybe that is the one we had. Oh, yeah I thought it was a Mexican
2: lager, but that's Latin lager, which I think is what we had. It's just in a fancier can. It's got yeah. the they put a bird
1: on it. In it's Portlandia. The same beautiful they, majestic bird. We'll put a bird on there. Yeah, it'll
2: be great. But uh, they put a colorful cock on there. So John's drinking that. That is a uh, Rick Rexen at a 4.2. It says here on the back, which is lighter than the last one, if you can believe it. And I'm drinking one from a local brewery. This one's local, Castle Church Brewing, uh, and it is either called Hop Solo or Hop Sub. We can't tell because it is so small and local that they can it themselves, put it in a can, literally wrap a sticker label on there, and handwrite the name of the, the beer on there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, and it's, so it's kind of
2: scrawled on there, and I can't tell if it says Sub or Solo. So John thought it was a play on Hope Solo, uh, famous for... Um, uh, <laughs> Famous for her naked vagina on the internet, less famous for being America's goalkeeper for the national women's team. I think more oh, people know her for loose roast beef than they do for her sweet goalkeeping. Okay, uh, all but, right. Uh, and I thought it was a play on Han Solo, which I thought John would appreciate from being a Star Wars co- got character.
1: I can't believe and I was
2: like, oh, this beer—it's encased in carbonite. I'm surprised and John I... didn't even get it. And I'm like, damn it, I'm making references on a goddamn <laughs> movie that I barely know about. No, but goddamn, I know a lot of shit. It's not I didn't get Lando that. Rando Calrissian.
1: It's a trap. No. I can't. I'm very shocked that my mind didn't go there first either. I, I was thinking for some reason I was thinking Hope Solo first, and because
2: sure, of that RB sandwich between her legs.
1: Well, yeah, and it's right there in the corner. It's oh, like yeah, it does. It John looks,
2: thought it was a picture of Hope Solo, and I said I thought it was loose roast beef.
1: It's a little French man. Isn't yeah. what it is half Frenchy French? No, it's what it looks like. Ah, okay. What it is? Okay. is Hope Solo's crotch shot roast beef? No. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bad cook oh, jeez buddy yeah she's a bad chef that's why uh, anyway the, how's your beer yeah, cheers <laughs> to not killing that man cheers to not killing dom yeah um, and to roast beef
2: sandwiches in general um this is good it's very hoppy it's a 7.4 percent. so mine's a heavy one this
1: time the one that i have right here is my least favorite of all of the ones i tried so far <laughs> really
2: i'm looking at what you left on the rim and it looks like sprite it's clear
1: it's very okay. It's very okay. It tastes not it's much. a great review, actually. Like n- anything. <laughs>
2: this is uh, super hoppy. I feel like if I poured it out, it'd be really dark. Look how dark that shit is in there, John Hannon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. dark.
2: So, um, you know. You know. It's a good one. <laughs> and uh, But it, now that we've talked about that, we wanted to kind of, before we got into DigiHears, we wanted to kind of touch on some stuff that we may have missed during our little hyenas
1: oh <laughs> hyenas! but yeah while, while we're we're doubting these uh delicious beverages we might as well get into some of the stuff because it was like right when our last show had ended and then it like it's too long it happened too long ago now for us to talk about but it happened right as the last show had ended so it's like in this weird lull right where it wouldn't really meet the did you hear exactly now
2: it's too late and at the time of last recording it hadn't happened yet right so it's like or well, okay. it had happened it was happening you
1: yeah know? breaking news
2: this time last week so it's not did you so hear we're gonna talk about it okay let's go we're calling segment old news get over it all right
1: old news get out Or here
2: aka did you heard? did you because <laughs> it happened already so did you heard okay. did, you, did you, heard? you heard these things happen? <laughs> okay. okay. well What do you got for DigiHertz?
1: Yeah, what we got for DigiHertz? Um, Van Halen passed away. Uh, that was a little while ago, and unfortunate. A lot of people were. Yeah.
2: I mean, who's gonna fucking kill Wolverines now?
1: No. Oh, Van Halen Helsing. Nah, Van-
2: you got it, brother. Van <laughs> On Top, I love you.
1: Van Halen sing. So
2: I've been convincing a kid that at work. We have a 14 year old in the dish pit. He works like three days a week. I've been convincing him that that guy's name is Van Helsing. And, like, when he died, we were at work, and dude at work was playing, like, this Van Halen mega mix track, and it was all Van Halen songs. And so, like, the first one that came on, I was like, do you know who this is? And he's like, no. And I'm like, Van Helsing. And he's like, no. And I'm like, no. Yeah, Eddie Van Helsing, bro. Respect. Best fucking guitarist ever lived. Just died of cancer. Fucking don't talk shit about him. He's a fucking legend. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. So then, like, five minutes later, he came back. It's another Van Halen song. I'm like, do you know who, who this is? No. Fucking respect, bro, it's Van Helsing. Come on. So I, keep tell- I told him over and over, I want him to go to school and be like, yo, did you guys hear that Van Helsing died? I'm working on that. It's a long time. <laughs> but know. I'm planting seeds right now, week after week.
1: He's a good guitar player, but he's sick a with raps- a crossbow. <laughs> a eruption
2: by Van Helsing.
1: Yeah, best best crossbower I've bro, ever seen. Bro, don't hate on that
2: guy. He was fucking Logan. <laughs> 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 it's a deep, deep, deep cut.
1: Uh, yeah, the uh, Van Halen passed away. Carol Baskin came out as bi. Uh, <laughs>
2: yep, watch out, all sexes. She'll kill you all now.
1: Yeah, coronavirus. She'll is, disappear, everybody. Coronavirus is spiking back up again. Yep, um,
2: they're calling it the third wave.
1: Yeah, so it's many what waves, it's, bro. I know. Um, Khabib
2: Nurmagomedov won and retired undefeated, undefeated, and then cried. I heard you guys told me that. I didn't see the cut, the clip yet, but um, I, I did hear that apparently. It's being reported at the headline I see. says he used a triangle choke to, quote, not injure his opponent. Justin Gaith, 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 Jay? Gaeth.
1: Gaeth J? Gaeth- Gaethje.
2: Gaethje? Yeah. yeah it's Justin Gaethje. Very weirdly spelled. Uh, but what does that mean? Like he, he could have done something else and hurt him?
1: Oh, I'm sure. Khabib, okay. is, a, Khabib is a monster. Khabib was that
2: far ahead of the a guy, monster. in this fight. Okay. He just
1: he doesn't want to fight without his dad anymore, and his dad passed away. So this is the first fight he's ha- ever fought without his dad. <clears throat> oh, shit. And he said oh, this is his last. That's why he was crying. And he retired. And he called it. How old is this guy? Does anybody know? 31. See,
2: I was going to say he's past the age of crying. (laughs) <laughs> He's fast the cry, age. We talked which is I'm sorry, that was trying to relate that back to. That was another show we talked about it on, but John never cries and that's what we were talking about. Wait till John's 31 and he'll cry.
1: Yeah, our uh, our sister show. Uh what's the fuss? Sister brother show. Uh what's the fuss? Uh when when we uh, It's
2: non-gender specific, sir. Yeah, I It's pre- the they show.
1: I produce that. We and call you call that show they? You third mic on it. I do, I do. And uh yeah, we got into the whole conversation of of that. I don't cry. I don't cry. I'm not a crier John's not a crier yet. I'm sorry. I wasn't a crier
2: either. It's fine. You stuff it all down until it's cancer is the joke. But uh and it will turn into cancer in all of us for sure. But uh then it'll start f- forcing itself back out in tears.
1: I tend to cry That's when it works. I tend to cry when it's too late or when like everything is said and Oh, done. I cry about They're,
2: things from a long time ago too, bro.
1: I cry mostly about things that are that can't be changed. Yeah, absolutely. That's, the That's why part. it's so sad. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm not saying what the reason is, you know, maybe it's good, maybe it's silly, but I don't know. Yeah, it'll come. And it'll hit you like waterworks, son.
1: We'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Jay Z launches a cannabis line uh, called Monogram.
2: I did not hear about this.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. did not heard. No, yeah, you did not. I'm heard now though. Yeah, I guess. Herd so. immunity. We'll see what happens with that. And I mean, I, he, he's invested in so many different things. So it's like, is this even news? When I mean, he, yeah, come on. When he does 30 other different, you know, I mean, he's got
2: vodka, he's got clothing. He's, you know, he, he fucking owns a wife. Like, you know,
1: probably she, that bitch makes a lot of money. Yeah. Cologne. <laughs> and I'm sure <laughs> whatever. Books. Rock, rock spray, rock spritz, me- his memoirs. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sh- I would not doubt <laughs> he it. He sold the blueprint,
2: which was an actual album, <laughs> uh, but the, also the blueprint to his home. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh fucking Jeffrey Tubin. Was uh, first suspended and then fired for jerking off on a Zoom call.
1: Oh, That's a yeah. 2020
2: headline if you ever fucking heard it.
1: Yep. That, I Tubin about was that. was
2: rubbing his noodling.
1: Yeah. Tubin I, was noodling. Also. Somehow that works. Mitch McConnell. Did you see his hand? What is or wrong like, with that
2: guy? He, the, the headline joke I saw was that he was actively fighting off death.
1: I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> That's even, why he
2: has a bruised hand and like black eye and lip.
1: Yeah, I didn't even look into the story I like that. Do not know. And it was. It did not look good. It for him. He looks like
2: he's been bothered by the Dementors.
1: Uh, Tesla. Um, they're saying that their next product is going to be a huge success or a smash. Um, it's solar roof, smart roof. Yeah, Tesla I, smart roof. So I'm assuming it's going to probably draw in electricity like the solar panels do but at the oh, same it's gonna time suck
2: in them suns
1: yeah like have roof functions that sun rate. it's tesla like elon musk so i mean of course it's going to be super advanced oh elon right? musk must be good musk be good. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it i would not doubt it at all i mean uh, but this isn't really they're saying this isn't going to be like a booming thing until at least next year
2: well that's so pretty a fucking down the quick turnaround though well, yeah but th- like 10 years ago it would have been like oh this will be a big thing in 10 you know what i mean in 10 years but It'll be big next year. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, before doing digi, here's Phil Collins, Susan's ex-wife. Um, oh, there you go. And Did she, you heard? I guess his ex-wife. She was like
2: squatting in his house? Yeah. Because I heard pre- that? previous to that she was squatting in a cucumber patch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: sw- I don't know. It became unsatisfying. She went to Phil Collins' <laughs> house. Uh, d- d- hats off to my boy, Nas. who does our intro. That's one of his jokes. It's about squatters in a cucumber
1: I patch. uh, so, and I guess he like, or, well, she hired security. She lives there with I guess the person that she's with currently, but they hired security not to keep Phil Collins out. Cause I think he's been able to visit and stuff, right, and, right. you know, uh, grab things or, or well, maybe they're watching him while he's able to go there, but he's suing and he wants his fucking house back. They're, that's for sure. It's he like showed be his. up,
2: right? In like a fight to try to get his house back. I think
1: so. it's, it's that's a, a what I thought
2: And I was like, yeah, why didn't, if she just spent more time, more time outside, she might have felt it coming in the air. To
1: yeah. Me. Oh, God. Damn it. Fell right into it. <laughs> Fell right into the trap. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I would think that he should be given the house. It is his after all. It's a fucking, it's the house is huge. Right. And it's the whole giant. story,
2: it, it'll just throw your head off. It's crazy. It's a land of confusion over there.
1: Yeah, that, the house is worth millions of dollars, so I would i would understand uh, yeah, doing the same thing. But enough of the Phil Collins puns, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> let's uh, get into the Did you Hears. Did you hear?
0: Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? We bring it to you live in the physical,
3: digital download. These will be reaching critical mass. We give it that rope We love it if You give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that.
0: Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear?
1: Did you hear? And uh, we have some more stories to get to. Um, but we're going to kind of talk about these a little bit more in depth. Uh, we just kind of glommed over the ones, you know. Yeah, those were
2: digi-herds.
1: did you heards These are
2: digi-hears. It's that, different. I, well, it kind of is in that they, I looked these up, like, today. I kind of mentioned it at the top of the show. My pre-show stuff was I just uh, literally got off work, side of the bar, and was like, quick news stories, and most of these are all from, like, breaking today.
1: Well, that's lazy of you. No, <laughs> no, but it's topical. No, it's current. Is you know what? what? It is. I,
2: I tried to search tomorrow's news. There was nothing.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I
2: broke my Google machine. Okay,
1: <laughs> it says pending. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> Last time I broke a Google machine, she was happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no! Um, yeah, but I, 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 just the other stuff that we talked about. I, I had only seen headlines too, so I, had, I had no details on right, any of it right. really. Absolutely, um, yes. But sometimes the headlines all you really need. With this, uh, with, with these, I actually know what's going on somewhat. But uh, yeah, are you gonna start us off? That being said,
2: did you hear NYPD cop caught saying quote quote Trump twenty twenty on squad cars loudspeakers suspended without pay. I, now, see, I the reason I, I brought this up, because this was more of a follow-up, I saw this on social media, I think, yesterday, and it was, like, new then, and just that, and I saw the video, and you could hear it, there's somebody videoing from either their roof or their second or third story window, <clears throat> and it's a New York City police officer in his car, and I forget everything he's saying, but he's yelling "2020" through his loudspeaker, and then he's also, the people are like, we're videoing, and he's like, video, I don't care.
0: Wow. Just proudly,
2: yeah. Wow. Which, uh, and he's on duty when he's doing it, which is again, so it's uh, you know on a couple levels, uh, just not just maybe goes against police code, but also illegal.
1: That's and my. I well, think that's it's like my, voter intimidation. That's my biggest issue: is you're at work, right. and I mean that's right. that, that's actually a lot of, uh, especially Trump supporters' issue with like Kaepernick kneeling. They always resort to like, oh, you're at work, you know, we don't we don't pay you know, or you don't get paid to we do pay you th- to th- be th- th- professional,
2: th- 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 right, and keep so, your personal. Yeah, yeah, bullshit at home.
1: Um, keep the fuck off the megaphone. Yeah, you're you're well, on duty. So
2: yeah, I had heard the story, and I was like, you know, in the comments all over the online posting, I saw of it where you know, oh, and uh, at the time, it wasn't that he was suspended. It was just cop, you know, screams twenty twenty at people through his car's loudspeaker and and I, and people were commenting and he goes to jail right and he's going to jail right he's you know that's illegal blah 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 and i was like he's gonna it, nothing get a slap on the wrist but i guess yeah uh new york city police department suspended one of its officers after viral video footage we just talked about viral videos last week appeared to show the cop using their patrol cars loudspeaker to declare their support for president donald trump two videos of the incident both of which were shared on twitter saturday night is when it happened uh showed the officer sitting in a marked police suv with his lights on and this is an Flatbush, Brooklyn. So, uh, now Trump 2020, he said over the patrol vehicles loudspeaker. Uh, put it on YouTube, put it on Facebook. Trump 2020. Uh, all right, motherfuckers, it's on Twitter too. Biden said the the guy tweeting the actual video taker. Yeah, he yelled back Biden.
1: Unless you're an expert, I don't care, like, or like a long time politician or some kind of you know, you have this crazy experience or. Uh, some kind of Intense schooling for, for this type of shit I don't wow. care about your opinion Wow But the fuck You, you, you know if, so, Especially if you're at work you Do your job apparent, Shut the fuck up Yeah
2: no I couldn't agree more Keep it more. to yourself Much like Much like all that Weird tuttle shit I vote agree for you, enough, Vote for whoever Vote
1: for whoever You want to vote for But shut th- the fuck up about leave it. Leave it off
2: the clock Yeah Especially the city's clock Like with the citizens That you're supposed to be Preserving and protecting even, Right Like e- come on man
1: Honestly like Even if you're not at work Still shut the fuck up about it I don't care who you're voting for Anybody Right, right. And then people I'll People throw it Because I talk about people it People throw it my face. Have to deal with
2: it then. And I'm I, just don't like, I don't force you to. I just say who I like. Yeah. Or who it's I don't like just, more
1: so. Some people just talk to me extensively about it, especially with election time no, coming up. And maybe,
2: maybe this is You're wh- not convincing anybody at this point.
1: I was going to say, maybe this is coming from me just getting sick of hearing it. Like, I'm yeah. starting to get a little emotional about it, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, and then they give me their reasons, and I just I don't want to deal with it.
2: I Oddly enough, I think this whole thing says, says it started with a pedestrian crossing by the front of his vehicle and giving him the middle field finger uh another video posted shows a person calling the cop a quote fucking pussy and urging the officer to quote say it again at which point the cop responded with trump 2020
1: Jeez, well now suspended uh, back to you in the studio that i'm in the studio with you john it's definitely getting better and in- oh back to me in the back studio that you in the, that studio, you're in the that studio, that studio that i'm also in the studio of we're in the same studio studio john Mission. hannon uh, uh did you hear that the second borat is now out Wow, wow, uh, well? Available on Amazon Prime. Yes, I already saw this movie. It is. Uh, I enjoyed it. Very funny. Got a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it have ninety-one? Yeah, good uh, for him. Seven point three out of ten on IMDb. Uh, yeah, then with
2: their ten-point rating system, we discussed that on What's the Fuss y- recently as well.
1: Yeah, uh, space
2: uh, movie nineteen
1: ninety-two. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, very good movie. Um, I, space I, movie or no Borat. Borat. Borat? Borat. Borat
2: was a very good movie. I too watched it. It came out the twenty third, uh, which was Friday. I remember getting home late Thursday night. I looked at my clock; it was eleven thirty, and I was like, "Maybe it's on Amazon. Just let me check. Maybe there's a preview where I can like set it to play in thirty minutes when it drops. Maybe it'll come out at midnight." I put it on; it was there. They posted it like they usually do a little bit early, and it was already up. So I watched it Thursday night. I was like one of the first to watch. The
1: it. main I'm reason, proud to, I love it. I wanted to know about this like cuz we had already kind of covered Borat or Sasha Barra Cohen being at like a rodeo or something some yeah, kind of public a,
2: event It was a where, Trump rally in
1: where he was doing North Carolina
2: a or yeah something like
1: that some yeah. like podunk town yeah like, Yeah
2: one of the Carolinas in the south
1: in like the boonies yeah, yeah in the yeah. middle of nowhere and we, I remember covering it, and it didn't even hit me back then that it would be for the movie. That it
2: might be for a movie, and then I heard the movie was coming out, and I didn't put two and two together myself. But absolutely, I was – and then so when a movie came out, John and I – I'm sure you were as well – were you watching the movie, waiting on this scene to come on? It hit me like realized, halfway, like,
1: like halfway through. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! We are gonna see that part that yep. we covered
2: with him singing the song about uh, what you're gonna do." Uh, give him the, the Wuhan flu. flu. Yeah, 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 and he gets the crowd to sing along. Absolutely, yeah. that's what Sacha Baron Cohen does best: is spotlight. Your own whatever it is, racism, misogyny, anti-Semitism, uh, you know, uh, anti-Semitism, you know any any of the above, all of the above, bigotry, whatever it is, he gets you comfortable enough to come out of your shell about it.
1: I don't think he ever really breaks character too when he invests in these very things.
2: few and far between.
1: Yeah, it's very yeah, it's rare to see him be Sasha Baron Cohen and not right. like a He's funny such a guy, guy or different a character guy than Borat. Like oh yeah,
2: you know he's yeah famously
1: kind of really well spoken actually. Oh, super
2: smart guy. Um, you know famously, you know like famously extremely left leaning liberal. Um, oh
1: yeah, well, I mean he uh, he kind of broke character a little bit briefly to talk about um, to the, talk
2: about one of the big stories of this the
1: Rudy Giuliani scene which we me and you have seen and uh, we've seen that scene. It's pretty uncomfortable Buddy. to watch. Yeah, what do
2: you uh yeah who untucks their shirt grabbing their balls. I, I, I don't y- grab my balls and dick to untuck my shirt. Just saying.
1: Uh, actress, um, what was her name? Maria. Maria Belafonte. Bakalova. Ba- yeah,
2: it was like baklava. Baklava. Because I want to eat that too. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, that's Ma- how I remember it. Maria Baklava was, um, she said that she was uh, <laughs> slightly catar- Sweet like honey, a little bit of nuts in there. A <laughs> little my- bit of nuts. <laughs> but B-A-K-A-L-O-V-A.
2: It's bakalo- baklova. It's close.
1: Bakalova. Bakalova. It, it's either uh, Maria Bakalova.
2: Bakalova. Yeah, or but we'll call her Bakalova. Bakalova. Because I, it's easier to remember, and it's my favorite dessert.
1: I was going with it. I was so, not... Yeah, no, I love it. But I wasn't so, looking back for a second.
2: The scene that features her and Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer, and uh, America's former mayor from 9-11, when he was a giant fucking star at that time, for being great. Uh, but he's fallen off hard and become kind of a creeper in Trump's Trump's group, right? And they kind of corner the guy.
1: Yeah, well, in Borat, they're going to the people that they could talk to, and they're like, "Nope, he's arrested. He's arrested. <laughs> he's like, he's in jail. <laughs> he's locked Jeffrey up." Jeffrey
2: Epstein's no, he dead.
1: Dead. <laughs> oh Yeah, and then like, oh yeah, Rudy Giuliani. And uh, no, man, it's I uh, uh, the uh, he. So it's creepy. I mean, it's and very pe- creeper. And I don't know if people have heard his claims about in in any sort of defense, one way or the other. But he was saying he was laying on the bed, adjusting his mic pack,
2: which and and or trying to untuck his shirt. He said both. Like, which is
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was
2: it both? But why are you saying two different? things? That wasn't
1: things? even the part that made me uncomfortable. So I don't even care about like what he was what doing. What part
2: this time made you uncomfortable?
1: The like there was a part. Ugh. Okay. Do we do this? Is this what? I, do we get into this? Do we talk about it? He's sitting on the bed, and like for me, it's uncomfortable that he kind of does like the pat, oh, the pat on, on the. Yeah, uh, we
2: definitely should talk. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. I thought it was another part of the film, but you're yeah. This is the same scene. Yeah, like. Uh, it, it all indications are definitely leading to, you know, she's and no, and I'm, you know, no, no bullshit at all. She is definitely flirting with him and making it seem like it's going down that road. It, it's, it's, but she's in no way said or verbally indicated. You know what I mean? that yeah, anything's going to happen. It's,
1: it's that Borat mentality of like, let me pretend I'm a fan of you and I'm right. and You're going to, you're going to tell and me everything I want to hear. She's and in reality,
2: I can a 24 year old woman playing a 15 year old girl. Now, uh, when, you know, uh, when this all goes down, Borad, you know, spoiler alert, burst in the room. Now, this scene's everywhere, so it's not a huge spoiler. You can see it anywhere online. Uh, Borad bursts in the room and pretty much saves her from, you know, people are, you know, obviously you can extrapolate and say, oh, she would have been raped or, you know, whatever. But stops it from going any further and, and you know, says, uh, oh, she's too, she too old for you. She's 15 years old. She's too old for you. And, you know, in in which to say, how dare you try to make a sexy time with her? She's a kid, you know, but in no point in time in that movie did I did they talk about, if they did, they cut it out, her age in that interview that she no, did with no, Rudy Giuliani. No, no, no,
1: I, not and, that and, I see all. And
2: in, your, in, in, in all reality, John, if you were to look at her in that setting where she's doing an interview of you for whatever, I forget what the setup was, she was doing it for her home country or whatever. Would you have thought she was a 15-year-old girl? Not no. that not that maybe you would have made a pass at her and tried touched her and stuff, but you wouldn't have thought in your head probably she was 15.
1: No, I don't based think based on how
2: she looked and acted.
1: And like the production value of like the lights around and right. everything like I would never have thought that like
2: They did all that for a 15-year-old. The investment star. would go
1: into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. Right. But, you know, at the same time, I'm not going on interviews like being froggy.
2: No, and he or, was creepy regardless reason. of if he knew she was 15 or not. It was still fucking well, creepy. Yeah, My but, whole thing the whole time has been, and I'm not, do not like Giuliani
1: because I don't, I'm
2: not, I, I'm famously a, a, not a Trump fan. So I, and I clearly don't like Giuliani either. He's a creeper of a man, but. He was creepy, and the whole thing was very creep, skeevy, and fucking gross. But it's another level if he knew she was 15. And that is the part I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's the you know unknown. What I mean? If
2: that's the case, though, extra fucking creepy and pedo, pedo for him.
1: Yeah, because I, I feel like but he— But the pedo part is where the
2: cutoff is that I'm not sure.
1: I think he felt like that he could go a little bit further with it when, especially— yeah, because of his power and name. When Well, when Borat came out. And was like, no, you know, this interview's over. Da da da. Right. And then she wanted to continue it, and oh, was, like she was pushing him to... out of the room. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and then that's Rudy right. Giuliani's like, oh, she wants it. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and he's like, oh, and that's just
2: extra creepy because this is... he's a gross old fucking man. Yeah. And he, he's and... a
1: delicious baklava dessert. And he thinks that, <laughs> that he doesn't deserve. I'm not 80, so he, chill and, out. And he thinks that he's like desirable right now. Yeah. You know, right? Like, I'm ooh, so powerful. She wants to stay with me, and she just pushed that tall, weird-ass-looking yeah, man, right? rat man. Out the room <laughs> rap man with his
2: fucking mesh underwear on uh, yeah. whitey tidies.
1: <laughs> it was uh, interesting to the movie was, was the movie was great really it was funny. hilarious
2: it was no bore at one it definitely had an agenda uh but at the end you know it, again it says i loved that his timing of releasing it and everything it was very topical it's one of the first movies i've seen come out since covid that handles covid and the quarantine during the quarantine there was some filming done um you know and i just yeah i i'm really a big fan and i like at the end like I said, his timing and his releasing it saying at the very end, go vote.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the timestamp on the movie is the fact that they're dealing with the COVID pandemic. Yep, forever. I'll it.
2: watch this in 10 years from now in 14 years. It's 14 years since the first Borat. Yeah. 14 years later, I can watch this and remember be like, that was crazy. Holy shit, 2020, that's what was going on. This is how he was making fun of the world at the time. Wild. It's like, because that's what was really going on. And in it's going
1: to be hard to believe that. Ooh, down it's a the time r-
2: capsule of ridiculous.
1: Exactly. That far from now, right. it's going to like 2034. Wrapping 20 our heads. Thirty-four around what was actually going on now, John is Hannon, going to be hard. You'll be. I old don't know. You'll
2: be. You'll be forty-two. <gasps> <gasps> Who? Who? Oh it? no! Oh, thank you. Don't you? That's not how I sound. You son of a bitch. No, thank you. I'll be fifty-four.
1: Your voice is a little softer. Yeah, though. <laughs> Your voice. Yeah, I'll be
2: fifty-four. <laughs> but I'll be with Miss Baklava, so everything will be fine. <laughs> I'll have my baklava. Yeah. But please make it sugar-free, my Diabetes.
1: You'll be in jail because it's a trap. I've She's already, 15. Already, <laughs> oh, no. I thought you, oh, the trap was she wasn't 24. Busted. Damn it. Busted. And then I'm the new Chris Hansen on MSNBC. Busted. <laughs> yeah, I got no, you. she
2: said she was 24. I thought it was fucking
1: Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> Have a seat over here, Coleman. I
2: don't know anything. <laughs> no. I'm 54 and I lost a foot to Diabetes. <laughs> The next one is uh the
1: next one is to you. Is it back
2: to me in the studio, John? I can't. Okay. <coughs> All right. I gotta pull up my next story. Okay. This is a dark one. Damn it. I hate that we're going into this after coming out of that. Because I'm about to bring the room down. Move but it this back is, some. This I don't want Push to. Push it can't. back. I, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. <laughs> um we gotta get him out and uh then so I'll just read you the headline. Um Texas man posted, I'm sorry, on Facebook before killing wife, stepdaughter, two dogs, and himself. I Whoa, that wh- was a hell, hell of a headline. It grabbed me, and I had to read the story.
1: So, wait, uh, wait, what happened?
2: A man posted on Facebook, I'm sorry, then killed his wife, stepdaughter, two dogs, and himself.
1: Damn. Yeah.
2: That was his last post on Facebook was, I'm sorry.
1: Fucking psychos. Authorities
2: in Texas confirmed they received a call for help from an Irving resident. Moments before, a 45-year-old man fatally shot his wife, his teen stepdaughter, and the family's two dogs before turning his gun on himself.
1: Why can't you just be sorry and kill yourself? Exactly. And they then still, be sorry about it. They
2: still don't have a motive, which took place uh, Tuesday morning. So this was one of those could have been you Herds. It was happening in the hours after we recorded the last show. Uh, according to police, James Oliveres went on Facebook shortly before killing his 45-year-old wife, Brandy, and his 18-year-old stepdaughter, which who has a crazy name? Sicilian Italis Iyer Williams. That's her name. Sicilian is her name. Mm. Sicilian Italis
1: Seems too out of it's the way.
2: Italese. It's got Italy and Sicily in it. Anyway. It's a
1: lot. That's too out of the way.
2: It, uh, but yeah, and then he uh, simply wrote, I'm sorry, on a post on Facebook. The Texas arrived at the home Tuesday morning, also found the family's two dogs shot to death. They told reporters at a press conference that, That they arrived at the house and they could still, he was still alive in the house and they kicked in the door and he said, I'm in here with a gun and they stayed out and he said, give me a negotiator. And shortly after they heard a gunshot and that was him.
1: Huh? Wow. So um, yeah, no, I mean, that was uh, super depressing. Yeah, absolutely. I hate told to you. hear it that. Was, it
2: was terrible to go into that after. But there's a picture of both of them, and apparently he's a uh, he's a military vet, but he's not known to have any PTSD or depression that they know of,
1: and no like prior. But they'll never record. know now. Yeah. Nope. Wow. They'll never know now. And it, when it comes but, out yeah, of nowhere, uh, it, uh, that's a oh, shame,
2: man. That's the daughter, man
1: yeah no I wouldn't I don't know why like when somebody feels that way or does it like almost exactly um if there's wrestling wrestling fans Chris Benoit his situation taking out the entire family before yourself why yeah why do you have to go through the
2: whole family it happens more way more frequently than i don't understand that you definitely should think it would
1: that 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 confuses me to no end why people feel like oh if i'm going i gotta like these these people have to come with me that don't want to go or or are innocent to anything that i'm feeling or i don't i don't know it doesn't make sense to me but um anyways moving on did you hear uh, kind of sad news, a mild version of it. Uh, Did you hear that Orlando City may be selling their soccer club, Orlando City Lions, the ones that we get updates on and go to the games to watch? My and, favorite
2: team ever of all time. And what? they're not bad. No, um, they're, they made the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. Go in, Lions.
1: In the championship.
2: No, in the playoffs.
1: Was it not the championship? Oh,
2: we were what second place in the MLS is Back Cup, which was a separate cup from the actual season. Oh, of MLS. well, yeah. But we're in the playoffs for the actual regular season for the first time in franchise history.
1: Yeah, well, so the, the franchise history it goes back like only five years, four years, only to 2015. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but they're being s- they are rumored to maybe be sold. Uh, I gotta make. I gotta make sure I say maybe, and probably well, rumor All these things
2: are in the air until they until they happen.
1: Exactly, nothing's concrete. Absolutely, and uh, but they're valued at around four hundred million dollars, which is a good chunk. There's of There's so much money
2: in soccer, dude, and there's that's nothing compared to actual soccer in like Europe.
1: Last year, Forbes valued Orlando City Soccer Club at two hundred ninety-five million. So for it to go for four hundred now, you almost want to hang on to that. And then get it up a little bit more, or try to grow it. That's what she said. Make it more valuable. Ooh, well, you know, but he said all that.
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's about it's, you know also striking while the iron's hot, and this is our first super hot fucking year. And I'll be honest, like I a lot of it is we have uh, a lot of youth players. Uh, we have young like future of a team we could actually build with uh, some or all of these guys around, and uh, and a new coach who's changed everything up since he's come in. So. I guess if they really want to sell it, then now's the time. Do it while it's hot, because next year, what if we fall off? What if we lose that coach? What if we lose some of those players? And it's just not what it was.
1: That's true. Is there even so, a way to really get to like? But
2: it's a gamble too, because what if we're way better? And no, then you like, could have gotten a billion dollars, you know, or whatever. But, the well, how often number does is. a team
1: go for a billion? You know what I mean? Like how much higher? I don't could know you, what soccer
2: teams sell for. Let me Google it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what like, does
2: a soccer team sell for?
1: You don't want to know. I like, yeah, it can't It's just it going to make turn, you sad. Can't
2: figure it out. Right.
1: We don't have the it's money. It's too
2: big. <laughs>
1: Sign also, up for our Patreon. <laughs> Let us buy a soccer team. There you team. go. We want to buy a soccer team, guys. Uh, okay, uh, The funny two informants. I have one more final one after you. Is it back to me? Yeah.
2: Okay, so mine is I didn't want to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on this. I think Rocky's got some facts for you on the soccer if you want to follow up quickly.
1: Okay, real quick. Um with other US major league sports such as basketball, baseball, and football, a high-level franchise normally costs between 100 million and 1 billion. Major league so soccer teams 1
2: billion dollars.
1: Major league soccer teams tend to go for much less, usually between 10 million to 50.
2: Wow, and how much are they trying to give for us? 400 million? Is that what you said? 400 million dollars. Yeah.
1: Um, and then money, I don't dude. I don't know if this is combined or not but that the non-e the the 20 most valuable teams are worth an average of 1.75 billion <sighs> worth an average and
2: how many of those are are European league soccer teams I bet you uh,
1: it's it, it actually like it does it in euros Ah, so, of course it does. So it's like I don't know which is way which is more than American. I don't know how many of them are European teams, but it's so funny that they do it in euros too, because that's like a dead giveaway. Yep, but yeah, yep. like an average of one point seven billion. That's huge. So when you're val, when you're a valuable team, you're a valuable team. Yeah, but absolutely. when you're not, you're not. Well, there's, there's probably relatively so, speaking. There's probably soccer teams that are like worth like $300,000. Oh, is that it? You know what I mean? Weak.
2: What wow, terrible. Weak. Sad. i buy three tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I hope they all fit on
2: my golf stream. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> get so. it. I didn't want to waste all of uh, Did you hear on this on Because this, it's celebrity stories and they're fucking kind of cheesy But they were funny headlines about fucking Celebrities and you know how silly that can be oh, So yeah. I was like let me well, let's fucking talk About it so I got three I'm jammed into one here
1: Okay they try to make it seem serious
2: Well yeah so uh so yeah I'll just read you the headline so you can hear you know What, I, what grabbed my attention Cardi B has deleted her Twitter account again Because of quote a whole bunch of 15 Year olds talking about how Telling me how to live my life unquote
1: well and as i read okay, these I,
2: I, I, I try yeah i know she gets so upset I, I just loved it that her quote it's a. I guess she had a divorce and then got back together with her ex-husband so all over twitter all these kids are fucking are just ripping her apart i guess and she doesn't like it uh she says um and i, I love to read these in the voice of you know like cardi b i can't do a good cardi b but it's uh it's very crazy it's got a little bit of uh you know a little rolling hoes
1: right? so uh you yeah, her quote was
2: great though a whole i so during the live stream, she said she was leaving the platform because of, quote, a whole bunch of 15-year-olds telling me how to live my life like a motherfucking Ariana Grande or something. Like I came from Disney or something.
1: Didn't she react like this when her nipples slipped? I don't remember, but or like I, when she's her, just always dramatic
2: and funny, and I thought that was like, oh, that's that's exact, that's very
1: silly. I wanted to talk about she that. She reacts too much to her fan base. Like, you ought to be. Well, it you- said
2: tweeted, deleted, d- deleted her Twitter again. Which alludes to me that she's done that before.
1: Oh, yeah. Because of she gets upset. Oh, too emotional. You right. can't be paying attention to everything Over that's social happening. media, right. Come on. Especially if you honestly feel that they're 15-year-old kids or whatever, or lonely ass, whatever. Like if you, Especially if you want to insult them. I would think, who cares? Yeah, come you on. Know? What
2: are you, a pussy deleting social media over your feelings? They're 15-year-olds. That's like, the guy who deleted Facebook.
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> fucking Cardi B you got, idiot got too emotional but, so that
2: was one of them another one this one just happened this is actually kind of breaking news uh, Wendy Williams addresses on air behavior after fans raves concerns quote I try to do the best that I can did you hear about this
1: Wendy I don't like
2: Wendy her. Williams no she's so annoying but she's been so as I was reading this it goes through like a list of kind of her last three or four years and it's like holy shit dude when you read it like that it does not sound good for Wendy Williams so uh In in 2017, she fainted.
1: Oh, I did hear about that.
2: So, yeah, in 2017, she fainted during her show after she, quote, overheated in a Halloween costume. Then in February 2018, she took three weeks off to deal with issues related to her Graves disease and hypertension. In March 2019, she told the public she was living in a sober facility. (sighs) Quote, you know, I've had a struggle with cocaine in my past. I never wanted a place to... I never went to a place to get the treatment. I don't know how, except God, blah, blah, blah. And then she went to treatment. Um, So, and then now I guess uh, there's a clip of her recently where she just kind of like stared off into space and forgot what she was saying. Very Biden-esque kind of
1: oh so, she's been doing so, that for the longest time yeah
2: well so people are fucking weird when you I said also, she
1: fainted i i think i vividly remember her like being the st- video the, the statue of liberty i think that's what it was <laughs> bro i mean i don't want to laugh coming at her from
2: her job from liberty tax service yeah
1: i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> laugh at her too much but it, yeah she was it's like she just so, like wobbled for a second and then she like she kind of like signaled like i'm good and then boom <laughs> and then just like took off i'm going down <laughs> yeah She like whoa, whoa whoa okay Gone That's fine They just
2: put some smelling salts Under her nose She was fine She calls cocaine smelling salts But uh, Good for her One thing that hopped out of this Hopped out of this article at me That was hilarious Was quotes from her Former show DJ DJ Boof I swear to God, that's quoted, cited in this article. DJ Boof spoke out online about her health and behavior, writing, Yup, exactly, and it will all come out. Y'all have no idea what's really going on, and everyone there is afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel sorry for the workers and victims.
0: Ooh.
2: Something's going on at the Wendy Williams show, and I don't give a fuck.
1: I hope that guy has... But I thought that uh, was a
2: funny... I was like, oh, DJ Boof. I mean, he's a fucking... That's the, that's the horse's mouth as far as news goes. Right.
1: Right? I, I hope he has credibility. It, DJ Boof,
2: the highest of credibility. With a name like
1: that. It's, you, with a name
2: like Boof, it's got to be terrible. It's got to be truth. Yeah, it's got to
0: be truth. <laughs> <The> <laughs> name
2: like Boof, it's got to be truth. Rocky and John no. for the win on that. And lastly, the most crazy headline of all of them, Demi Lovato is getting over her breakup by contacting aliens.
1: No, you're not. That Stop it! Boom. No, she's lying though, it's this, or that uh, that article some bullshit. Who
2: is this from? I wish I. Uh, who's my source? God damn
1: it! Either Demi Lovato's lying or the writer of that article. No, is she lying. posted
2: something on uh, look on Instagram about it, which is where what they're citing. But, so she
1: bought a telescope last weekend. Is going crazy. What?
2: Uh, breaking news: Demi Lovato now getting back together with Tom DeLonge. Oh, after eating mushrooms? After talking to him about aliens. <laughs> but I thought that was a funny headline, and I was like, ah, oh, stupidest decision since trying to kill yourself. Back to you in the studio, John Hannon.
1: Sometimes these celebrities do the craziest things and just fly off the handle, and I mean, we don't know how to react or what to expect out of them. But did you hear, this is my last one, um, there's a family feud, not the Steve Harvey show. But there's a family feud. I knew it, I knew it right away. I was like, family feud. No, 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 no. Let me clarify.
2: Fuck Steve Harvey. I've said that for 5 years now.
1: But there is an altercation within the family uh over Speaking of Coondicks. That <laughs> sounds like
2: something someone would answer on Family Feud.
1: <laughs> Number 1 answer. Coondicks. <laughs> These uh T-Rex fossils are being fought over. Um, uh, brothers Peter and Neil Larson dug a 40-foot-long Tyrannosaurus Rex out of the craggy South Dakota ground. What? Um, That's huge, dude. And the skeleton, nicknamed Stan, sold for $32 million.
2: And they just raked in that money? It was theirs? Like,
1: they owned the land that they dug it up from? Whoa. Um, That's a crazy story. Well, they're paleontologists. It says ah. they're legendary paleontologists. Oh, legendary
2: paleontologists. David Schwimmer was a huge fan.
1: Yeah. So this happened 28- 28... Had- Uh, 28 years ago was when this happened so but okay did you
2: hear 28 years ago talk about did you heard
1: yeah 28 years ago pretty long
2: back that's when the
1: fossil got dug up okay 32 million is what it sold for this past week oh
2: so it recently sold how many of those brothers are dead now
1: no, it's just the two of them.
2: Okay, I was like, one died and the other one's like, thank God I got all this money.
1: Just the two of us. <laughs> just
2: them. the two of us.
1: The, uh, yeah, it was nicknamed Stan, and to outsiders, such a sale would appear to be a windfall for the siblings, fossil hunters, who have spent decades discovering spectacular set specimens. It's sold for four times its, its estimated value. Holy shit. So
2: four Some times collector 30. really wanted that
1: thing. Whoa, though. yeah, that's a little crazy. And now they're... Trying to um, hash out a legal dispute that they're having
2: uh, over the bro- the brothers are fighting. Man, over it. it sounds like it's just some take shit. your money, bro. Take half and half. God damn, you guys found saying. it together. You're arguing over th- fucking seventeen million dollars.
1: Like it, really? It sounds like they are literally trying to fight each other over the majority. Can you
2: imagine that check? It's got to be
1: like Jurassic size. Do you <laughs> do you need a judge to tell you you guys are being dumb as fuck though, or like super petty? Apparently. I mean especially if you guys dug it up 28 years ago who who cares You know what I mean Like who fucking cares the, Yeah
2: the fact that I that amazing like I said that amazingly both of them are still alive to collect that that is is the win for both of them 17 million dollars It was only estimated to fetch 8 Wait what It was estimated to fetch 8 million dollars it got 30 30 what? thirty four. Oh, 34 yeah, or whatever. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doing
1: the math on it. Yeah. I was getting, I was trying to that's figure out. That's fine. John's reading facts. Like, huh. I'm
2: doing maths. Yeah. I'm okay. terrible at maths. So don't a, trust me.
1: That's my last one. And uh, after this, I'm going to start digging up some fossils. Oh, I'm right. going to try you to probably look. should. Yeah.
2: Well, um, it's funny that uh, I just talked about celebrities because did you hear breaking news? Murder at a traveling Broadway Hamilton performance in New Orleans. It
0: oh, comes back no. to New Orleans
2: again. Headline reads Hamilton killed on the road yet again tonight though I think that was more of a review of the show than news from it. All is well. Police were called, must have been in the French Quarter, because Lafayette responded to the scene, sang everyone their Lynn manuel Miranda rights, and hauled the appropriate parties off to jail. Gotcha, Aaron Burr. There'll be no encore for you. Back <laughs> to like, you in the studio, John.
1: It's like the Among Us of Hamilton. <laughs> I just I like reporting
2: that. on the facts, sir.
1: Lafayette is sus. i'm just gonna say that i'm just gonna say that um don't say black is us it's the wrong time yeah this is uh episode 156 of funny to informing and uh we thank you guys for joining us and we will be back next week uh i'm john that's chris pizza pizerberg coleman and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit you can laugh with us or at us it does not matter and coleman tip your polling place people
0: vote